Welcome back to Background Noise. Last week, we got a behind-the-scenes look at the Bluebird Cafe, and today we are diving further into the Nashville music scene with a special guest, country music artist. He played at the Bluebird, and his songs are climbing the iTunes charts. Welcome to the show, AJ Cross. Today, I'm sitting here with AJ Cross. AJ is a singer and songwriter in Nashville, Tennessee. Born and raised outside of Bend, Oregon, he began writing music at a young age and continued to pursue it in the Northwest up until making his move to Nashville. Since being in Nashville, AJ's songs have climbed the iTunes charts and his music has become a huge part of the country music scene. I was lucky enough to get to see him perform at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville, and now I get to ask him about all things music and songwriting. Welcome to the show, AJ. How are you? doing i'm so good how are you doing i'm doing great just super glad to have you on here and get to ask you all about music today we love music the best thing to talk about everybody loves music yeah for real started off where did you first develop your interest in music so i know you've been interested in it since a young age was it just one day singing or picking up a guitar how did it start for you it's kind of always been in my family. I I grew up, my mom and dad were in a gospel duo in Oregon, and they traveled from Washington, Oregon, California, all that stuff. So when I was born, I basically lived in a minivan touring with them. It's always been a part of my family and in my blood, if you will. I fell in love with music when I was about eight years old. A lot of different experimenting with different types of music, you know, rap, rock, whatever. And uh, And then when I was 13... Went back basically my Oregon roots and fell in love with country music. That's awesome. And did you just realize that country was your favorite kind of music or had you been kind of thinking about it for a while? Honestly, the the way that happened was I was playing a, a concert in a in a rock band that I was with and there was a the headlining band was a really big band and they were still in fifteen passenger vans touring. And I, I stood back and I was like, Yeah, I don't want that life. So that was like one big thing and then uh, the other big thing was, uh, I was, I don't know, I was just sitting there watching CMT videos and a, a Dirk Bentley song came on. It just really resonated with me. And I was like that, I want to do exactly what he's doing. And how did you start to pursue country music while in Oregon and in the Northwest? Because even though it's definitely still countries everywhere, it's definitely harder, I think, on the West Coast than being South. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's a lot of country folk in Oregon, though, you know. Like where I'm from in Sisters, Oregon, it's just cowboys and cowgirls everywhere. So that was just, I don't know where I, I guess it kind of depends on where you grow up. City, which is just, you know, all different types of lifestyles. But where I grew up, it was just very, very country. How did you first go from starting to go around and in the Northwest, travel in the Northwest and pursue music up until deciding to go to Nashville? What did that look like? Like, what were the steps you took to first start getting involved in on the West Coast and then deciding to go to Nash? Well, again, I was in a bunch of different bands and stuff, like different styles of music. So just learning about music and experimenting, you know, a lot of friends and a lot of garage band type of things. And we, um, and I was in a few bands that were more rock bands. We did pretty good on the West Coast. We played a lot of shows. We we're all over Oregon and playing in California and stuff and, you know, doing some mini tours and stuff. And 
I mean, like, I have, I've I've been in the music scene for so long. Did it just look like finding any show or any kind of gig you can get and just booking that? We would do anything. I remember one one time we played a show. It was at this some some person's farm. It was like for their for like their friends, and it was the cold, one of the coldest days Oregon's ever had. It was like negative. I think it was I forget. It was negative something degrees. We were playing outside and like couldn't feel like we couldn't play our instruments. You know, we were frozen. Just any just you know, we were just playing music, and you know, when you're starting out, you just I mean, honestly, do it for the love of it, and you take whatever gig you can get, and it's just fun. Then how did you decide that you're going to take it to Nashville? Did you just realize that was the step to keep getting further into the industry? Was that the step you had to take? Yeah, I started writing songs. Um, I was Again, I was 13. You know, country music's always been in my roots. I always knew I was going to do music for the longest time. It's, it's the only thing that I've like truly loved, like ever since I was a baby, basically. I mean, at 13, and I just made that decision. Like I said, when I was watching that, I saw that music video and just said, I said, that's what I'm going to do. Started talking to my parents, started writing more songs, started saving money. Definitely a risky industry. Did you ever have any worry that maybe you should choose a, I don't know, safer path? Or did you, do you think just having such a passion for it, you knew that it was worth taking the risk? I've never had a doubt in my mind that what I'm doing or what I was pursuing to do at the time when I was, before I had moved here, I never had a doubt in my mind it was the wrong thing. There's no plan B for me. It's just, is this going to be music till the the day I die? I don't care if I get rich. I don't care if I get famous. I just love doing music. When it's something you truly love, it doesn't matter what's going to happen. Yeah, like in Nashville, there's a lot of people that they're just in it to to make a ton of money. And I've I've never been like that. I I do it, I mean, because music is, music touches people. Music is a, it's a platform to, to, you know, I mean, help people and, touch people's lives and that's why i do it there's so much emotion and there's so much presence in music that is capable of that it's really an amazing thing how like a song or an experience you write about you're going through can take somebody random somewhere else in the world and they can be like that resonates with me too it's a really cool thing yeah songwriting process look like for you like do you have to designate times to sit down and write or is it more spontaneous and when you get that feeling of a lyric or a melody do you just kind of take it from there favorite thing to say is every day is different it's so true like you know the creative way like some people have a structure about how they do things but i don't i really don't my music is the way i write songs is a little bit more rhythmic and melodic based and then the words come after some people it's the opposite way around you know Everyone's got a different skill with songwriting and with music. And so like, yeah, with me, like I'll wake up in the middle of the night with a lyric. I'll write it down. I'll be taking a shower. I'll be driving. It doesn't matter. Like something pops into my head and I'm like, hey, that's cool. That's cool. When you sit down or you have something and you start writing, do you normally write an entire song or finish an entire thing in one sitting? Will you ever have things that you kind of play around with for a long time? I have songs that I've been writing for 10 years. Sometimes it's that I just can't seem to get it right. Sometimes it's that uh, I need somebody, the right person to finish it with me. Um, sometimes like there's there's songs that I have for 10 years now. They've been tormenting me because like, I can't finish them. I can't figure them out, you know. Songs that you'd been working on for a while and then one day it was just like something came to you and then you finished that song or it never happened yet. Yeah. Oh, that happens. That happens all the time. It's crazy. 
And like what we do in Nashville is it's very structured. It's a it's kind of a business with songwriting. You know, we wake up, have some coffee, whatever, go to Sony Publishing or Warner Publishing or whatever, sit in a small room with two other people and everyone starts throwing out ideas and somebody plays a guitar and then somebody says, Ooh, what about this? And then you just start rolling into a song basically. So that's that's the normal in Nashville. But for me personally, it's like barks are just random. I'm not doing the structured songwriting thing, you know. Yeah, you just gonna roll with what comes. Yeah. And when you first got to Nashville and you moved, did you have a plan going in or were you just like, I'm going to Nash, I'm gonna figure it out when I get there? I uh yeah, I, I didn't go to college and it's just because, you know, me and my family knew that music was singing. We should I should say singing was my thing. You know, I, I love writing songs, but singing is like that's where I'm happy. So my dad basically was like, hey, like, you're not going to college, you're going to Nashville. So you need to put yourself through college. So what I did in Nashville, my plan, and I accomplished it, and it was very hard, was for the first two years in town, I wrote two songs every single day. And on Sundays, I wrote one song. But each song I wrote, I had to write with different people. So I had two co-rides every day for two years, basically. I mean, it was good networking, you know, meeting people that way. And I had to force myself to get out and meet people and, and say, hey, you want to write a song? And then schedule the right and then go to the right. For two years, it was that was my plan. So Finding people around Nashville and reaching out and then making those connections, more things stem from there. And how do you know, as you were writing songs and as you still do now, how do you know when a song is going to be successful or something that people are going to want to listen to? Like, is it something when you really like a song? Do you generally find that like your fans also really like that? Or is it more just you have to test out like, hey, I really like this song. I think it's working out. I don't know how the public's going to react. Yeah, there's a lot of times that I will love a song. And then as a singer, you know, I'll get on stage and I'll sing it and it doesn't have the reaction that I would expect it to have. But a lot of times that comes from a personal place because I don't know the song very well. I can't deliver it properly or I don't have the right resonance singing it or something. There's, you know, there's a confidence behind songs as you sing them that people pick up on. A lot of times it's that, it, to answer that question. Like if I write a song and I love the song, generally it's because it's a good song. Like, you know, when you know. You get a feeling you're like, this is this is something, I don't know, whether it's catchy or just the lyrics are there. And what advice would you give to songwriters, singers, people on the West Coast like me interested in the music industry? What would you say, based on your experiences, say to do the same things you did? Or looking back, how would you advise people to start getting involved in the industry? I would say people ask me that for on the songwriting aspect. And I, my answer is always write with your friends. Um, if you write with your friends, there's a comfortability there that you can't make it up in a, a room with a couple strangers, you know. So write with your friends, have fun writing the songs. And I think for young artists, young creative folk, people in general that could potentially move to L.A., that could move to New York, you know, there's all different types of art and stuff. I think, you know, get your parents involved. Talk to your parents, like really be open with them about it because Having your parents' support in a situation like that where you move somewhere away from, you know, your home to pursue a dream that there's no guarantee at the end of it, that's a huge thing. So if you have your parents' support, it's a very meaningful thing when your parents tell you they're proud of you, even if you're having a bad day in the industry. 
What's the greatest challenge you've had to face? Has it been just a lot of little things pushing through that any artist is going to face? Or was there ever a time that you were like, I don't know, this is really difficult? There's a lot of daily challenges. I mean, my my biggest challenge is where I grew up in Oregon and, and sisters. Well, when I lived there, there's like 1,200 people. My back door backed up to, I think it was like 150 miles worth of wilderness. So I literally grew up in the woods. And so I come to Nashville and I learned that it's it's a marketing town. Like, who's the best at marketing? It's a, it's a lot less about who's the best singer or who's the best writer. It's about who's the best at social media or networking, basically. And uh, so that that's always been a hurdle, a struggle for me is getting out of that deep woods mindset of not having my phone on me for four or five days at a time because I'm just out there in the woods to coming to Nashville and just having to learn how to market all that kind of stuff. That's all, that's been the biggest thing for me. It's way more than music. It's music and everything you have to do to get it out there. Yeah, it is. If you don't have a team or a record label, you have to be everything. During those tough times, do you remind yourself of passion for music and that's all you need? Or are there certain ways that you can get through those times? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know in your soul when you're doing the right thing. You know in yourself that basically you can do it. Giving up is not an option. So I have to do it. See, those are all my main questions for today, but I really appreciate you coming on and I can't wait to see the music you keep producing. Thank you so much, AJ. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm Marley McDonald, and I'll be back next Monday for another episode right here on Background Noise.